Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Wedding Photo Podcast. Um, this episode is sponsored by iPhoto Rentals. iPhoto Rentals is a rental house located in Pomona, California, serving the Inland Empire. And they have just about anything you would need for your next photo shoot, video shoot. If you need audio equipment, if you need lighting equipment, they have it all. So go visit them. Check out what they have. You can go online and see all their cameras and their microphones and all their lighting equipment. And uh, if you mention this podcast, they will give you 10% off of your next rental. So go check them out. Thank you to iPhoto Rentals for supporting this podcast. We love you. So I'm really excited to be back with another episode. Um, I want to just give a quick apology. I know that the episodes haven't been super consistent. We've just been extremely busy. We just finished off a little wedding season. So we're in the middle of editing photos and editing video. It's the end of the, the school year. So we're finishing up a, a bunch of stuff for our son's school. He's doing all his recitals he's had his piano recital and his uh, dance performances and all the stuff that he's into so we've just been extremely busy and it's been harder to put out episodes but um, that's not gonna stop anything anytime soon I've got a bunch of stuff planned really exciting stuff last week I had the opportunity to do something kind of cool I met somebody through one of my friends who happened to be an organizer for this group called the Guild Collective the Guild Collective uh, brings uh, creatives from all over the empire together to meet each other, to network, to talk about their businesses and their artwork and, you know, all the all the things that they're working on and all the things that they're doing. And they have a meeting at the beginning of the month, every month, where they get together and they invite anybody to come. The, the event is 100% free. And uh, they always have a guest speaker. So they always have, uh, it's called the Creative Spotlight. So they always have somebody to come in and talk about what they do, what they're doing, you know, and how they got to where they are, those kinds of things. So they invited me to come on and talk about uh, wedding photography, how we got our start. And they invited me to talk about the podcast and podcasting. Um, it was a really cool event. Um, I was, I felt very honored to have been asked to do so um, and I had a lot of fun it was it was a really great experience people asked some really awesome questions and we stuck around afterwards to to talk to everybody that was there and um, it was it was really cool I didn't know this this event existed prior to to meeting everyone at the guild um, so uh, now that I know that they they host it uh, at the beginning of the month every month I'm going to try to attend more of them. So if you're interested, if you live in the Inland Empire and you're interested in, in coming to one of these events, the group that puts it together is called The Guild Collective. And you can find them on Instagram at The Guild Collective. Um, and they host the event every month at the beginning of the month at the Orange Space in downtown Redlands. If you've never been to the Orange Space, the Orange Space is really cool. It's it's uh, uh the Orange Space has uh, a space for creatives to come in and do their work. 
Um, they have the space for you to have your your meetings. They have a conference room. If you just if you need somewhere to sit down and do your work, if you need a place to sit down and study, a place to host an event. Um, like the one that the guild does or a place to host like a conference meeting, those kinds of things. They have the space there. They're located in downtown Redlands and they're called the Orange Space. So you can check them out at the Orange Space on Instagram. So please go check them out. Um, all Everybody that put this together, they're really awesome. So um, on this episode, I wanted to share that event with you guys i actually recorded it for the podcast so i can share it with you uh some of the stuff that i've talked about um you've probably heard me talk about before a little bit about how maria and i got our start as wedding photographers and i talked a little bit about how the podcast came about and why 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 i wanted to do the podcast so i hope you guys enjoy this episode and remember uh if you guys do enjoy this episode and you're liking all all the podcast episode please Hit pause real quick, scroll down to the bottom, give me that five-star rating, leave me a review. The reviews and the ratings help other people discover the podcast on iTunes. So like I said, if you guys are enjoying this podcast, give me a quick rating. And uh, and if you guys have any questions about the podcast or any suggestions for some topics that you guys want to hear about, you can reach out to me on Instagram at Wedding Photo Podcast. You can also find me on Instagram and Twitter at Del Toro Photo. Don't be afraid to reach out to me. I love hearing from you guys. I love hearing what you think about the podcast itself. So I won't hold you guys any longer. This is a recording straight from the Creative Spotlight event held by the Guild Collective. Here you go. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Um, I want to thank Erin for having me come out and speak tonight. I, before uh, I met her, I didn't know about this. I thought this is kind of cool that you guys put this together. So I plan on attending some more of these. Um, so like you said, I'm a, I'm a wedding photographer. Uh, along with my wife, Maria, we've had our business uh, for almost five years now. And... Um, we are based here in Redlands, and before we moved here, we've always been in the Inland Empire. <clears throat> um, and recently, I started a podcast where I talk about wedding photography. Uh, but before I talk about the podcast, uh, I want to give you guys some background about how we got started and you know, how we got into uh, photography in general. Um, so I got into photography right after college. I went to film school. Uh, graduated in 07 and moved to Los Angeles to try to make it in the film industry. Um, and while we were there, we were working for movie productions and commercials and all that, all that kind of stuff. Um, and I would attend uh, auditions for whatever projects that we were working on. 
Um, and so actors and actresses would bring in their headshots. And uh, I remember looking at their headshots and just thinking how terrible some of these headshots were, you know? Uh, I mean, they looked like they were taken like on their cell phone or, you know, like selfies at home. And I mean, 2007, our phones weren't exactly the best yet, you know. So I thought this is something I could do. I could, I could do some photos. I had a little uh, 35 millimeter camera <clears throat> and I started doing headshots for, for actors. Um, and that's how I got interested in photography. Uh, I didn't last too long in the film industry. Um, it just, it really wasn't for me. I didn't really enjoy my time out there doing that. And then it was 2007, we had the, that dip in the economy. Uh, and so it was really hard to find jobs. It was really hard to keep a job. Um, so I decided to move back home here to Inland Empire. And I got a job <clears throat> working for a photo studio. Uh, this photo studio uh, did photos for um, elementary schools, middle schools, high schools, that kind of stuff and um, I became their lead photographer. So I was in charge of doing like sports photography for high school events. Um, I did senior photos, like the um, cap and gown photos, and then I did um, the big panoramic photos. You guys remember the, the big photos, like at the end of your eighth grade year, high school year, they bring you out to the football field and do a big, that was me, I was the guy that doing those photos. And it was a lot of fun. There was nothing like glamorous about that uh, photo studio, but the job was really fun. I got to meet some really great people. And um, the coolest part was that I was surrounded by photographers. I was surrounded by uh, wedding photographers, commercial photographers, uh, portrait photographers, everybody. So my life was just surrounded with photography. I got to talk photo every day and I learned all these different aspects of photography, you know. Um, so when I would go out <coughs> and do like the sporting events, uh, I would ask some of the sports photographers, like, hey, you know, I'm going to go do a football game. What's the best place on the field to be on? What are the best settings to use? Uh, those kinds of things. Or when I did the senior photography, we did in-studio photography. Um, so I got to learn a lot about uh, strobes and lighting, and lighting patterns, um, lighting ratios. So all this stuff definitely benefited me now that we're doing wedding photography. You know, I'm able to I know a little bit about lighting and all these other things that, that help us out. Um, so I was, that was also where I got my start in wedding photography. Um, I had a friend who had had his own wedding photography business um, back in the film days. Uh, at that point, he, he pretty much had retired from wedding photography. But um, a friend asked him to shoot her wedding, and he asked me if I wanted to, to be a part of it. And he knew I had an interest in wedding photography. I was asking around, you know, how to get my start and doing that. Um, so he asked me to shoot with him. And then, uh, of course, I said yes. And then he asked me if I wanted to lead the day, like just take charge and, and be the head photographer. And I told him, I don't, you know, I don't think that's a good idea because I've never done this before. Uh, I've never done a wedding before. I wouldn't know what to shoot. And he knew that I really wanted to get into wedding photography. So he pretty much told me um, this would be a good opportunity for me to uh, get a lot of good stuff from my portfolio and, um, and just kind of let me take charge and, and, and just help me out with the day. And he said that he would still be the lead photographer as far as the bride and groom knew. He was the boss, um, but he let me take charge of the whole day. 
And I thought that was really cool. Um, the wedding went great. We took a bunch of photos. I think I did like 90% of the photos. Um, now that I think of it, he was probably just trying to get out of taking photos altogether. <laughs> but, uh, but no, I thought that was really great that, that he gave me that opportunity. And um, we shot the wedding and I was, I was pumped. I wanted to do more weddings. So I started um, telling all my friends and family that I wanted to photograph weddings and I wanted to be a photographer. And uh, I had a lot of support. I started getting gigs shooting family photos and a couple friends finally that were getting married would you know, hire me to shoot their weddings. Um, they were like small events. I charged them practically nothing just so I can get some more experience in weddings and, um, and as I grew the business. So everything was pretty much word of mouth. I did that for a couple years and then um, I met my wife and she was my girlfriend first. Then, I, then she became my wife. <laughs> so I met my wife, and prior to, to being with me, uh, she didn't really have any experience in photography. She'd never really like, picked up a real camera or anything like that. Um, but when we would go on dates, obviously we'd go on like photo dates and do landscape photos and night photos and um, just play around with the camera. And so she learned how to, how to mess around with the camera. Uh, from day one, I never had it on, I never put it on auto. I've had it on manual, so she learned all the settings and how to, how to use it. And then she started to ask me about weddings and that she was interested in, in shooting a wedding with me. So um, I got a job for a wedding where um, it wasn't like a very big wedding. Uh, I think they just hired me as a photographer. So I asked her to come on and um, shoot the wedding with me. And I pretty much just put a camera in her hand and she uh, she was a little nervous about it, you know, naturally, but um, she was excited too, and she did it, and she did a great job, and she loved it, you know, so much that she wanted to do it again and again, and that's how we got our start shooting weddings together, pretty much, yeah. And um, then she asked me about editing. She, she wanted to learn how to edit, so I introduced her to Lightroom but I'm not gonna take any credit for teaching her Lightroom and Photoshop because she pretty much picked it up on her own. I taught her a couple things and then she started watching tutorials. She started watching, you know, Creative Live, if you guys are familiar with that. And she just kind of picked it up and learned it on her own. Um, so now the way we run our business is I handle uh, all of the clientele. I talk to all our couples, I set up our meetings, um, I deal with all the contracts. And um, Maria does 100% of our editing and she handles all our, um, she gets all the packages together to deliver to our, our couples. So it's pretty cool. It's been fun um, running a business with my wife. You know, we have a pretty fun dynamic. Uh, it's, you know, we get to try things out in the business. If they don't work out, it's something that her and I could talk about together and kind of figure out, you know, what worked, what didn't work. If I'm frustrated, I have somebody that I can lean on and tell her how frustrated I am, you know, or, you know, same with her. Um, but one of the things I want to say about our business is you hear people that start businesses all the time and, and they go, um, you know, they go all in, they jump head first and uh, they quit their job and um, they go all in and you hear that the first year in wedding, for instance, in wedding photography, they have like just five or 10 weddings and then the next year they have 20 and the next year they have like 40. We don't have that kind of business. We, uh, our business has always been a, a slow growth. Um, 
since we started the business together, I've always had a day job. Uh, I'm very fortunate to have a job where I work um, uh, Monday through Friday. I get off at noon pretty much every day, and we're able to shoot weddings and do all the things that we need to do during the week. Um, but last year, we decided to introduce video into our, our business. So now we do wedding films. And that's picked up pretty good. Um, this year we have about six films that we're going to do and it's taking up a lot more of our time. So we've decided that uh, by next year we're going to go full time into our business. And I'm sharing this with you guys because if you guys follow us like on Instagram or Facebook, um, we're pretty open and public about our business and the things that we try, the things that we do. Um, we hope that it inspires and motivates others to do it because everybody has a different story. Um, it can be uh, pretty hard to jump into a business, you know, there's a lot of fears, everybody has similar fears, but everybody's got a different story, so we like to share um, that with everybody. So, um, something I always wanted to do was teach, um, but to teach something, you got to know something, and I've never really had a whole lot of interests other than photography, so now that we've been doing it for a few years, um, I started talking to Maria about maybe starting a workshop or going to teach at one of the local colleges. Um, and then, you know, as you guys know, podcasts have been growing in popularity right now. I'm sure plenty of you guys listen to podcasts or know someone that listens to podcasts. If you guys are entrepreneurs or business owners, you guys know Tim Ferriss and Gary Vee and the Joe Rogans, you know, all that stuff. So... Um, I talked to her about starting a podcast. She thought it was a good idea. So we decided to go that route. And uh, I, love, I love podcasts. I mean, they're easy to put on when you're working out, um, when you're editing, or when you're driving. You know, you can always listen to them. So I thought that would be a good, good way to do it. My, <clears throat> my approach to the podcast was um, I wanted to talk about wedding photography but I didn't want to come off like I knew everything about wedding photography, because I don't. We've been doing it for you know, almost five years together now, and every wedding that we go to is different. Every situation we get into is, is completely different. And if you've ever been to uh, multiple weddings, you know that every, not every wedding's ever the same. So um, I wanted to, just to talk about our experiences uh, and our business and the things that we've tried, um, the things that we've failed at, the things that have worked for us, that haven't worked for us. Um, because that's how I learned wedding, that's how I learned photography in general. I, had, I didn't have podcasts and YouTube and those things to learn. Um, I just had my friends, my photography friends, and whenever um, I had like a, a job coming up, I would ask them about it. I would take their advice and the things that they told me and kind of make it my own. So I just wanted to give another resource that people can go to and just listen to this guy that does weddings on the weekends and you know, learn about the way he, his take on different things. So some of the things that we talk on the podcast about are um, like one of the episodes I talk about contracts and how important contracts are. Um, I talk about um, some of the things that we have on our contract. So we have like the expected delivery date for your photos and your album. Um, we've got an arbitration clause on there. Uh, God forbid one of our clients ever decides to sue us for any reason, you know, they can't take us to court for millions of dollars that we don't have, you know. And I don't, I don't think a lot of people like talk about those things uh, when it comes to wedding, uh, the wedding business. Um, 
I also have guests that come on the podcast. And I'm very specific about all the guests that I have on the podcast. Every guest is geared towards a specific subject. So, uh, for instance, I had my friend uh, Brett Bruner. He's a wedding photographer in Omaha. I had him come on the podcast and, to talk about um, Instagram and social media because that's how he got his start. He, got his, he, he grew his business through Instagram. He kind of had this rise to fame. He had an account with over 100,000 followers. Um, he recently decided to delete the account and um, asked all his couples and potential clients to, to join him on his new account. So he came on the podcast to talk about his thoughts on social media, you know, how uh, marketing and advertising has worked for him on there, um, and all those kinds of things. It's really interesting. Um, I had my friend Marcella come on. She's a destination wedding photographer. She's in, in, uh, in Oregon and uh, she travels all over the world shooting weddings for, for her clients. And that sounds like a pretty glamorous lifestyle because you get to travel all over the world and photograph in all these beautiful places. But she came, on talk, she came on to talk about all the behind the scenes stuff that you don't really think about, like you know, how to pack for, for a wedding, how to location scout for a wedding you know, thousands of miles away, um, how to deal with like flight delays and those kinds of things when you're gonna shoot somebody's most important day of their life, you know, so. Um, I also had a wedding couple, Jennifer and Steven Van Elk. They're, um, they're a husband and wife team in Indiana, and um, they have several lines of businesses. They have uh, their wedding photography, they do video, and they also have an outsource editing uh, company. So if you're a wedding photographer and you got tons of weddings and you don't have any time to edit them, you could actually send them your photos and they'll edit all of, all of your work. Um, so I had them come on to talk about editing and their workflow and how they handle thousands of photos and you know, hundreds of weddings in a, in a short amount of time. So it was all about editing. <clears throat> and all my guests, I also have them, you know, I talked to them about how they got their start, how they started their business, um, the things that have and haven't worked for them as well, because I think it's interesting to hear other people's stories. You know, for any of us who are trying to start a business, it's always nice to hear um, how other people got their start. Uh, it's, it's inspiring and it's motivating. So that's, that's pretty much our approach to podcasts. And it's fun. Doing the podcast has been a lot of fun. Um, it's been really easy. Um, I thought it was going to be something like really hard to get it online and, you know, on iTunes and all this stuff. But I think I did like one or two days of research. I recorded my first episode and I had it on iTunes like on the third day. So it's actually really simple. We already had some microphones and, and uh, a recorder. Um, I edit everything on Premiere Pro and Audacity. If you guys don't know what Audacity is, it's, a, it's an editing program for audio and it's free, you can get it free online. Um, so that, that's, that's been pretty helpful. So yeah, I just wanna keep, um, I just wanna keep recording the podcast. It's been really fun. We're looking forward to it growing. I've gotten a lot of good reviews and feedback from it. Uh, people are starting to ask questions and you know, all, all, anything that people talk, that send me questions about, I'm hoping to talk more on the podcast. You know, so I'm opening it up for everybody. And we're just gonna keep shooting, shooting, uh, shooting photos. And uh, we just, like I said, we just introduced video. So that's really new for us. And we're excited to grow that, that part of the business and shoot more videos for our clients. 
and uh, and we're hoping to just keep um, keep creating educational content for photographers that want to get into the wedding industry. So, so yeah, um, so that's pretty much it. Uh, but before I leave, I want to leave you guys with this. I'm going to read this uh, exactly how I wrote it down because I feel very strongly about this and I don't, I don't want to mess it up, but I want to leave you guys with this. Um, don't let your dreams and goals take away from what's happening right now. What you're doing right now is the best part of what's to come. These are the times that you will look at and remember what it took to get where you are today. Enjoy the hustle and the dedication you're putting into whatever you're doing. And don't be discouraged by road bumps. Don't be discouraged by what others are doing or how many followers and likes others are getting. Not everyone goes zero to 60 in seconds, and that's okay. I used to have this idea of making it. If I get the best camera, if I get this many clients, if I get this much money, I've made it. But this kind of thinking was always kind of depressing because I hadn't made it yet and nothing was ever good enough. It took me a long time to realize I already made it. I have a beautiful family. I have a wife that shares the same passions as me. I get to spend my weekends doing what I love to do. I feel like I already made it. And we have big goals and big plans, and what gets us excited about reaching those goals is all of the hard work we put into what we do every day. So if you guys have any questions about wedding photography, photography, or podcasting in general, uh, feel free to reach out, out to me. Uh, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Del Toro Photo, and um, you can find the podcast on Instagram at Wedding Photo Podcasts. Thank you, guys. I think um, just figuring out how to get more clients, that, that, was, that was a hard one. Um, social media was still kind of growing. Uh, I remember I had a friend who was all in, into Instagram, and I thought, like, Instagram was a joke, you know? <laughs> if I only knew. <laughs> so I think, yeah, just figuring out how to, how to market yourself. Um, uh, for me, I've always taken the approach of just throwing as much content out there. So now we're, we're always on Facebook, we're always on Instagram, we're always blogging. Um, learning about SEO has is, is been a challenge, but um, you know, we take it pretty seriously. If you go to our website and our blogs, we type as much as we can, we add the tags, and um, I know that's helped us because we'll, have we'll ask clients where they heard from us, and they will have typed in like three words, <clears throat> and our blog was the first thing that came up. So I think just learning how to market yourself was uh, one of my struggles in the beginning. Yeah. So my question was, um, so your decision to go kind of full time with the business, yeah. what were some of the reasons in the past that you kind of held back and said, not yet? And then what was the thing that yeah. you know we can do this? Um, honestly, um, I think just we were just comfortable. You know, It's really easy to get comfortable. And like I said, uh, the job that I have now, there, I don't have a job where you hear people like, I hate my job, I can't wait to leave it and, and jump ship and do all that. 
I, I love the work that I do, and, and it's been fine. Um, but there's uh, the other reason on top of that is there's that fear of not being able to make it, you know. Um, especially having a wife and a kid, like I, I want to make sure that I'm able to provide for both of them. But I'm lucky that, you know, Maria wants to do the same thing with me. So um, that gives me the motivation to, to take that next leap. Yeah. So going full time, what are some of your motivations? Why do you say, like, I think I can make more money this way, or I want to, like, be my own boss or somebody else hours? What are some of those things where you're like, these are the yeah. reasons why I'm going to take that risk? Uh, definitely, um, for me, one of the, my biggest motivations is being able to spend more time with them. You know, um, we have, we have our set hours where we get to hang out during the week and everything, but I still wake up, you know, like four hours before them and I go to work and then I'm gone that whole time. You know, it'd be nice to wake up every day and do breakfast with them, take our son to school, um, and just being able to spend, spend more time. I won't have restrictions when it comes to like vacations and call-offs and all that kind of stuff. So my main motivation is really just to be able to spend more time with them. Um, the money would be great, but if I can just make a regular living off of it and, and be able to spend time with them, that'd be the most important thing to me. Yeah. Anyone else? Yeah. It's like, I'm thinking about everything you're saying too, but it's like one of those things too where like, the idea of a podcast. Yeah. And sometimes they start recording stuff and yeah. I'm like listening back and I'm like, this is complete rubbish. Nobody's yeah. listening to this. Oh, I feel you, man. I had to you have fifty three minutes on your last episode. Yep. And so do you have like any kind of like format I guess that you go with, with the podcast? Uh so the ones that I record by myself, um, they're they're not scripted, but um, I have like my bullet points that I go through. Yeah. But since I recorded by myself, um, I still record those in my car. That's my best sound studio. <laughs> so, but if you ever saw me recording, you, you'd get a kick out of it because I mess up a lot, right. you know, and, and that's what I use the editing software for. I, I fix all the cuts, I put it together, and it, it, it turns out pretty well. Yeah, so, I, use, I use Audacity too, yeah. but it's like one of those things where you go back to and, and you know, it's one thing you hear like a little click, so, or you hear something, yeah. something goes wrong or something yeah. like that too. But um, it's such like a time-consuming process. Yeah, it is. Like if I try to do like a, you know, a 53-minute podcast, mm -hmm. you know, then I'm gonna have to like listen to it maybe three or four times. Yeah. Like, in the meantime, too, then there's also I do video also. Yeah. And like I've noticed when I put stuff on YouTube that I once rendered a 53-minute video. Yeah. And it took like. It like, took forever. It took like 16 hours. For yeah. Me. <laughs> and I don't know if it's just the software that I'm using, but yeah. it takes forever. So. It is no. one of those things that gets frustrating. Yeah, it can be frustrating. What I've learned with the podcast, the ones that I do by myself, it's, it's really just, uh, there's a learning curve, right? So the first one, the first couple ones I did by myself, I mess up a lot. There's a lot of editing to do, so it's a lot more time consuming. And, and there's a lot of cuts. And I don't have to listen to it multiple times. I think just one time through and just taking out the, I have a lot of ums. I yeah. say um a lot, you know, and you learn, you, you notice all the things about yourself. So, like, uh, I shouldn't have said that. yeah, <laughs> yeah. But you get better at that. Yeah. The more you do it, like I, I'm getting a lot better. Uh, some of the podcasts that I'm recording by myself now, I'm, I'm catching myself saying um way less, you know, uh, not having to edit it as frequently. And then the ones that are longer are usually uh, my guests. And those to me are really easy because you're just having a conversation with somebody. You know, my format there is um, before, before I meet up with them, I do have a set of questions that I want to talk to them about. 
And, but I don't really feel like I need to practice them because it's all, it's all in, that, in that one category. So when I sit down with them, it's usually we have like a drink or, or something and, and we just get right into it and start talking about uh, editing or, or whatever it is. So Yeah, so I record at home. Um, I have a setup. I record on to, um, I don't know if you're familiar with the Zoom H1. It's a recorder. It's like a little small uh, hand recorder. Zoom H1, yeah, it, they're, they're pretty inexpensive. Uh, I record onto there. I don't like recording straight to computer because uh, I've heard that there could be glitches. So for, for me, this is like, uh, I, always having, uh, I always like having that safe route. You know, I'm recording straight to an SD card and then I could upload it later. And um, I've got two mics uh, and I got split wires that hook up the two mics and splitters to hook up the two headphones, so. Yeah, because right now I'm, I'm doing it with the laptop. Yeah. Yeah. I do my workshops at a factory grind too, and it's like I'd like to have it in an area. You must have been, you do it in, in your car. So the ones by myself, <laughs> I do it in the car just because like it blocks all the sound. If you listen to the ones by myself, they they almost sound like I'm in some kind of studio. And I have pretty decent mics. I, I have these like off-brand uh, mics, uh, Zingyu mics. They're like forty dollars, but they're they're really great quality. Um, but yeah, I do those in my car, and then the ones in the house. Um, I think as long as you have, you're like in a carpeted room, it's really not that bad. I've done a few at a friend's house where we, it was flooring like this, and you can hear a little bit more echo, but yeah. nobody's ever really complained about it or anything. I think it's one of those things yeah. like, too, like where you just kind of like you want to fit out a, a quality. Yeah. No, you definitely do. You definitely do. But dude, I encourage you to just, just, just get it out there and yeah. get it started. Yeah, about doing the next workshop that I do, like maybe like, because I have a couple of little regulars. Yeah. And we always actually just talk after. Yeah. Oh yeah, you definitely yeah, you definitely should, and it'll kind of start like a domino effect, you know. Like once you do it, it'll just motivate you to keep doing more and more. I was really nervous about it when I got started, uh, but now I'm I'm always excited. I'm recording right now. This is gonna go up on the podcast, <laughs> so this will be another episode. Yeah. You do all of your interviews in person, but if you have someone come over to your house and like you have a conversation, yeah. Do you do, like Skype. I've done. I've done almost all of them in person. Um, but just recently, like the, the couple out in Indiana, that was over Skype. And uh, the guy, uh, Steven, he, he has his own podcast. So he helped me out. He recorded his end. I recorded my end. So we both had pretty decent quality you know, audio. Yeah. But I, I want to do more Skype interviews. I, I've been uh, starting to follow uh, more photographers uh, across the state and um, start reaching out to them and getting them on the podcast too. That's a really cool thing about podcasting too. You can reach out to pretty much anybody that, you know, like the cool thing is I get to sit down and talk with some of my friends, but I also get to sit down and talk to uh, some professionals that, that I admire, you know, and have conversations with them. Yeah. Thank you so much. Cool. Thank you guys. Appreciate it. guys thank you guys for listening to another episode of the wedding photo podcast if you guys have enjoyed this episode and all the episodes that i've done so far please scroll down to the bottom and leave me a quick five star rating leave me a review let me know what you think about the podcast when you review the podcast and rate the podcast 
it makes it makes the the podcast more discoverable for others to find on itunes um and if you're not on itunes you can find the podcast on stitcher you can find it on google play and all the places that you go to find your podcast um if you guys have any suggestions for some future episodes or you guys have any questions you want to reach out to me you can find me on instagram and twitter at del toro photo or you can reach out to me on instagram at wedding photo podcast love hearing from you guys Um, again i hope you guys enjoyed this episode let me know what you think and until next time we will see you on the next one